Welcome to another mini edition of the Tag One Team Talk, the vlog and podcast of Tag One Consulting. I'm Michael Myers, the Managing Director of Tag One, and we are celebrating and looking back on 20 years of Drupal. We're really proud to have been a part of Drupal's history, and I'm excited today to have Moshe Weitzman, one of our uh, senior team members here joining us. I've known Moshe for well over a decade. We've worked together many times over the years. And Moshe, I think you're one of the few people in the world that have made a commit to every version of Drupal since the very beginning. Well, it's not technically true because the versions came out really quickly in the early days of Drupal. Drupal 1 was founded on January 15, 2001, as we know, 20 years ago. And version 3 came out in like October of that year. And so that was the first version I contributed to, version 3. Dries had already done 1 and 2 before I got there, but it was the same year of Drupal's founding when I started. It's just like the Drupal 7 to 8 release cycle, huh? <laughs> no, the release cycles have gotten much longer since the <laughs> early days. There was no backward compatibility, no testing, no gates, no installer, lo no lots of things. Can you give folks just, a, you know, the one minute background? You've done so much in the community, so it's going to be hard to cram it into a minute. But, you know, over the last 20 years, you know, give folks a sense of, you know, some of the, the big contributions that you've made. Sure. Well, I've been a core developer for 20 years. I'm a maintainer of the user system and the comment system. In contrib land, I'm the maintainer of the devel module and the Drush project. I also started some famous contrib projects and they're now maintained by other people like organic groups. I started the groups.drupal.org website which was a pretty awesome website back in the day, and it deserves to be mothballed now. It's not really doing much. I love it. The OG. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I wrote and the OG. I remember you as the father of Drupal testing and the testing harness. I remember, like, back in the day, you really got that off the ground. And in my mind, that's you know, that led to Drupal's enterprise adoption. That's what enabled us to get through the seven and then eight release cycle. So, you know, Drush is used by everybody today who uses Drupal. So thank you. <laughs> I think You're welcome. You're welcome, yeah. Been a, you know, a key part of, of getting us where we've been today. Do you remember how you first heard of Drupal and why you chose it? I do. I heard of Drupal on a website called Fresh Meat, which doesn't really exist right now. <laughs> I almost spit out my coffee. <laughs> um, I forgot all I, about Fresh Meat. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that name would fly nowadays, but it, it described new open source projects, i.e. fresh ones. And Dries listed his project on there. I got curious about message boards and chat rooms and online communities. I read an article in Byte or PC Magazine about open source. And I was like, all right, well, who does what I do 
but is open source. What I do referring to my job at the time, which was with Delphi forums, which is a super old, still existing community. Delphi was an early ISP. And so I worked for them. They were transitioning to the web. It was Delphi forums. And Drupal was the thing that I could get installed on my machine. I really wasn't a developer at the time. I was like a tinkerer hobbyist. I don't have a computer science degree. I was running Windows. And still the readme was good enough for me to figure out how to get my LAMP stack set up and get Drupal running on the web server. And then I felt this awesome power, which uh, you feel as an early developer, which is like, oh, these cool programs are just text and I can open them up in notepad and change them, which was a revelation to me. I figured it had to be something more complicated than notepad, but in fact, that's all you need. And so I changed a string and reloaded the page and I was on my way. That's how I got into. I remember uh, it used to be like AOL and Delphi were, I mean, that was all you had, yeah. you know, AOL, Delphi years. and CompuServe. CompuServe. One too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those were yeah. the, the big three. I, I think that's a thread that I hear a lot is, you know, I wasn't necessarily a programmer. I had some programming background and 20 years later, I'm, you know, you know, amazing. I got this education from Drupal and the Drupal community seems to be a very common thread that, that, you know, open source brought people in and, and helped them get to where they go. And, and that's, that's pretty wild to see that is very pervasive, you know, and something that happens. Yeah. Over I mean, the, the Drupal code base is a wonderful place to learn how to program. And I'll put out a plug for people to use the debugger. It can be a pain to set up, I know, but it's worth spending the half a day or whatever it takes you to get over those hurdles. Because all of a sudden, software programs, they're just like a movie that you can watch. And you just step through, step through, look at the variable values, step over, step into, and you can see what like these amazing developers have put together and learn from it. That really was instrumental to my learning how Drupal works. And when I learned Drupal, it was a way simpler software program than when people coming in now. So you really need the debugger now in order to follow what's going on. So yeah, I hope, hope people do it that way. Do you remember your, your first commit or one of your first commits and what that experience was like? Yeah, I do. So the end product of a commit was just emailing it to Dries at the time. That's how you <laughs> submitted your change proposal. But, or emailing it to the web list that people could comment on and Dries would eventually commit it. We were using CVS for version control at the time. So the, the feature was what's now called external auth module. It was integrating the Drupal authentication system with third-party systems, any third-party system. So basically during Drupal's authentication step, you could like read a cookie 
And if the cookie was valid, you'd say, okay, this person is logged in and they would have the username Weitzman at yahoo.com, for example, because this was the third party authentication module with authentication integration with Yahoo. So uh, this was a feature that Delphi forums had. I was actually on the team that managed accounts with third parties. So we did the message boards for Fox Sports, Fox News, about.com was a huge website way back then. I don't know if anyone remembers about.com. Lots of other like cable channels and yeah, we, we did some big forums back in the day and we needed to integrate with their existing auth systems. And so I knew a little bit about this area and I brought it into Drupal. It was in Drupal core until version six or seven when I took it out because it didn't really belong to be in core. It's better as a contrib thing. So that's where it lives now, 20 years later. Wow, it's amazing that it's still around. And, and, and frankly, that's one hell of a thing to bite off is, you know, your first commit. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I agree. It was like definitely, you know, a little bit deep in the in the pool just to, to do as a first commit but like the pool wasn't that big at the time i didn't have to go learn like all these different systems there was like the module system and the user system and the hooks and like there wasn't much else wow is there you know you, uh, geez it's hard to ask because you made so many big contributions, but is there something that stands out in your mind? You know, I did that, like, I'm so proud to have been part of this. I, I mean, there are a lot of things in that category for sure. I'm very proud of Drush. Yeah. I think that like, it's been instrumental for almost all Drupal developers. And, you know, without it, I think people would have fled Drupal. So I'm, I'm really proud of that. I didn't actually start Drush. This guy, Arto, who's a great developer, started it, but I picked it up soon after Arto dropped it and have been maintaining it for over 10 years. So I'm pretty proud of that one. Certainly the groups.drupal.org website, I think was, you know, part of the rocket ship that was Drupal in its first 15 years. Yeah. Groups gave us a way to meet in person in many cities around the world. And you could look at the calendar and there were 20 different cities that had meetups on a given night. And that was really facilitated by groups.drupal.org. It preceded meetup. It preceded, you know, other things that did that for the larger community outside of Drupal. But yeah, that, that was certainly pretty important. And you know, I built it because I thought the Drupal community needed it. I also was pretty proud of organic groups module and wanted a showcase for that module. And so Dries was kind enough to point the domain at this website that I set up for, for OG and for the Drupal community. So yeah, that was wonderful. Wow. I, I agree. I think that is a, uh critical to the growth and success of Drupal. I, you know, I'm sad to hear that it's not used as much anymore, but yeah, you know, Drupal is the community. And so enabling that community to grow, flourish, find each other is without a doubt 
uh, a major part of, of how we got to where we are. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Is there something that you're like, oh, man, I, I wish I didn't do that or I could undo that? or <laughs> Like, you know, there's a contribution I, I wouldn't have done again. I, I think that the, the early days of testing, I picked, there were two main testing frameworks for PHP at the time. The more established one was simple test and the less established one was PHP unit. And so I built the early versions on top of simple test. And I think that cost us some time because it turned out the PHP unit was the way that everyone else went. And so it would have been ideal if uh, it had been off built off of uh, PHP unit from the beginning. If memory serves me correctly, the first DrupalCon Barcelona, I remember sitting down with you, trees, chicks, and, and talking about simple tasks. And, and you guys, I don't remember if that's where you made the decision or, or shortly thereafter, but certainly a lot of thought went into it. It's easy to look back and say, oh, you know, but at the time it definitely seemed like the right yeah. decision. Yeah, you're right. But I, I, I think my first prototype, I had to pick something. I picked simple test and that's yeah. it. Now you, now you have a road that people go down. And even if you have a meeting to talk about it, you have yeah. a POC with one thing and you don't have a POC with the other thing. And that's how those things go. Yeah. I should also mention that the early days of testing were pushed forward by Thomas Fuchs and Rox Lender, who were Google Summer of Code students that I mentored. And they really pushed forward the, the framework and Drupal benefited from their work. And then there were you know hundreds of contributors who pushed forward the Drupal testing framework. It's now quite an awesome framework it's kind of come full circle in that I built a thing called Drupal test traits, which I hope people check out, which is a way to use the Drupal testing framework for your custom websites that don't, you, you wouldn't want to reinstall the database every time because they have important content in them. So if you're writing tests for clients, check out Drupal test traits. Rock, one of my favorite Drupalers who I've worked with many times as well. All right. Favorite and least favorite Drupal feature? Favorite Drupal feature. Well, I have to say that the Drupal 8 entity system is pretty solid. You know, making custom entities, attaching fields to them, base fields, configurable fields, having a nice OO API where you can use their methods. There's this project called DEBC, Discoverable Entity Bundle Classes, which I love that hardly anybody knows, that gives you like full entities for each bundle, like articles and specialized things like that. So the entity system, I think would be my favorite one. Is that uh, like a step up from FlexiField and CCK? Yes, yes, <laughs> we've we've come a long way. I mean, to be fair, those were exceptional in their time, and and a strong entity system is no longer exceptional. 
Like that's what yeah. you get with Laravel and that's what you get with any doctrine implementation and so forth. So it's no longer that cool to say you have a great entity system, but like, I think Drupal does have a great entity system. Yeah. All right, least favorite feature. What, is there something that drives you nuts or you wish we could change? I think I'm gonna say Drupal core is way too big. So it has too many features. I was a proponent, you know, a decade ago of small core and having a thing that would be the Drupal framework that would be small and then having Drupal, the CMS that would be all the features on top. And, you know, that was a raging debate a decade ago in the community. It was decided or not decided by Dries that we were going to be both. We were both a framework and a CMS, and that's the way it's going to be. So I, I wish that had gone a different way. I think that Drupal would have benefited from a small core. An example of that would be that it would be easier to make a web services specific you know, distribution of Drupal, like Contenta is, for example if you didn't have all the stuff you didn't need, like the theme system and the forum and all that junk that you have to take on, you don't have to enable it, but it's in your tree. And I think that that is already a problem if that stuff is in your code base for audit purposes. And Yeah, I think we could have, we, you know, we could have our cake and eat it too. You know, with distributions, you know, small core, you know, I, I'm I'm with you. I think I was in the small core club as well because it, it didn't eliminate the other choice. And I really wonder where we would be, you know, like you said, if, if we had this tiny framework that you could extend and there was a CMS distribution and a services, you know, I, I wonder if Drupal would have been adopted and used by more people in different ways. You know, it's certainly been successful. You know, Moshe, I, you've been part of Drupal for, for such a long time. You know, there are, are too many people to thank today. But if you look back to the very beginning when you first got started, are there a few people that stand out that you want to say thank you for getting me involved in Drupal, for helping me in those earliest days, getting up and running as a committer? Certainly want to thank Dries, who not only welcome me, he welcomed thousands and thousands of people into this project that he made. And it's not, not at all easy to lead an open source project. I think he's done it his way, you know, with a light touch. And I think it, the, the results speak for themselves. So I definitely want to thank Dries. I've learned a lot from Chicks. Who, who joined a few years into Drupal, but certainly was at the first DrupalCon and has been a good friend since then. Yeah, I mean, and you know, lots of people who have simply been great friends at lots of conferences and on projects, yourself and Jeremy Andrews, also Eric Schmidt. Yeah, have made some really good friendships in the community. What would you say has been 
the best thing about being part of the Drupal community? I mean, let's start with DrupalCon. DrupalCon has been so amazing for me. I've gone to every single one. And now I appear to go to all the virtual ones also. We've had a couple of those. And, you know, as a result of that, I've like gone to Europe 20, not 20 times, 15 times, you know, on the back of Drupal. And that's like an amazing gift to, to more or less see the world as part of business trips on Drupal. So that really has been amazing. You know, I've, I've taken a bunch of trips outside of that you know, every year to Europe cadence, but like, even if it was just that 15 trips is pretty amazing. Yeah. An opportunity to see the world and, and to meet people who live around the world and, and, and visit some of them or, you know, get to, you know, spend some time with them in their home cities is, is pretty amazing. Mosh, I, I thank you so much for, for joining us and, and asking these questions. You are, without a doubt, one of my favorite Drupalers, and, and I just want to say thank you. I love turning to you for advice because you are able to say so much in so few words and get right to the heart of the matter. <laughs> you know, I've, I've definitely come to you and, and been stunned. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> so, you've, you know, you've been invaluable to me on, on so many levels and, and helped me so much throughout the years. So I just wanted to say a heartfelt thank you. I'm really glad that I got an opportunity to meet you and get to know you and look forward to, you know, the future. And I just really appreciate you, you joining us and giving us your perspective and, you know, on the history of Drupal. So thank you. All right, Michael, thank you. It's certainly been a pleasure knowing you and hanging out with you and collaborating with you on many projects. They, they've all been great. Awesome. Cool, Mosh. Thank you. Really appreciate it. I would love for you to do a, a team talk on the debugger, <laughs> like okay. a demo. Just, that sounded really cool. You know, it, it doesn't need to be set it up, but maybe like here's how you use the debugger or something. Let me know if there's like, a, you know, a way to incorporate that. If like, you know, most uses a debugger to teach you Drupal. <laughs> or something. Right, I don't no. know. I'll think about that one. That sounds good. Cool. All right, man. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.